Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Crowning Moment. I'm so glad that you have joined us today, whether you're on YouTube or any podcasting platforms. Welcome if this is your first time here. My name is Casey Gibson. I have been in pageantry for 18 years now. I am now a TV correspondent with Pageant Vision as well as the host of Crowning Moment Podcast. Today's episode, we will be talking a little bit more about the fear of failure. That is something I know many of us have to face at some point in your pageant career career and I know truly myself I've had to face that day in and day out of is this going to work oh my gosh will I win what will happen but let's break it down let's talk about it and let's hear about a few things that I can help you with to hopefully give you that peace of mind where you don't always fear the failure let's get into today's episode of the fear of failure All right, everyone, let's talk about this. What are a few things that you are really scared about failing? I want you to either, you know, pull out your notepad or even your iPhone notes and or even just keep a mental note of it. What are a few things in your life right now that you're working on that you are really scared of failing? Um, I'll be straight up honest with you. A few things I'm worried about is, you know, will my TV correspondent job work out? Will people want to have that game day aspect to pageantry? Another part of my life is, am I enough in my job? outside of pageantry? Am I enough in my current role in the technology field? And I'm really scared about, you know, all the projects I'm working on, they're really big projects, they cost a lot of money for the company. Will I give them the work on time? Will I have enough time to get it done? There's so many things like that I know in my life for sure, but there probably is in your life as well as you're so scared of not meeting the deadline or you're worried about not, you know, reaching that goal that you're trying to grab, whether it's a weight goal or it's truly just am I going to make it to the next day? And I know that's scary and I don't mean to get dark on you, you know, a minute into this episode, but honestly, I want to talk about that fear of failing because if you don't talk about it and you don't acknowledge it, then you are simply just ignoring it and that's not going to help you. And one of the things I learned throughout this whole journey of between the podcast and just pageantry in general and life in general, failing has taught me more than I did when I won. And a lot of things that people don't know about me is I've failed a lot. It may not look like it on, you know, outside looking in, but there's a lot of ideas that I've come up with that just didn't go anywhere. Multiple Etsy stores I've tried to create through COVID and all sorts of other stuff that, you know, I hoped would do well for me. And it just didn't work out that way. And I realized that, okay, here's some things I may have done wrong in this situation. How do I change that moving forward? And You can relate to that to even your friendships. But the key point I'm hitting here is how do you learn from the failing and how do you just go ahead and accept it instead of it tearing you down time and time again? That's something I know firsthand is time and time again we've talked about here where I got first runner up multiple times in the row in one of the pageant seasons recently. And from each of those times, I learned more about myself and why I want to do pageantry, and why I want to continue. And sometimes it takes that really deep, brutal slap in the face to really figure out why you want to do something. Like I said, relating it to just true life situations, you have that one friend that keeps showing you all these red flags and finally it just hits you in the face. What did you learn from that friendship? What did you learn from that experience? You know, 
I'm not going to let people walk on top of me. I'm not going to let people talk down to me. You learn something from everything that you do, but you just got to find it. You have to look at the inner details, look a little closer to the stitching in the line of what happened, how did I miss it, and how do I not let that happen again? Now, with this, I'm not saying go fearing life that it may happen again, but because it will. There is something that's going to happen again. Like I said, first interrupt, back to back to back. It hurt. However, I didn't fear placing first runner-up again because I knew it would happen. I knew that maybe I just didn't give enough in this area or, you know, maybe I gave it my all, but there was just someone else in line that was better. And I give them props because they really also work their butt off. They deserved it. The girl next to you that may have won didn't deserve it any less than you did just because, you know, maybe she walked better at evening gown or maybe she had a better resume or maybe she's got more experience with the specific items they're looking for. You never know. And that's the thing is you have to trust yourself. You have to trust your tribe or your group around you. You have to see that you can actually just, you know, believe in yourself at the end of the day and know I have given it my all. And if I still don't get it or I don't pass my goal or if I don't win, I am okay because I wanted to at least do X, Y, and Z. And when I say X, Y, and Z, I mean you need to have other goals than just the main goal at hand. So say if you're going into a job interview or you're going into a pageant interview and your goal is to win or get that job, that's great. But what are your little milestones along the way? Like I always say, little things always matter. It's the small things in life. But thinking about it, what do you want to do? When I go into an interview, I always think, okay, I want to at least get a question from every judge or every interview person in the group. Check. That's awesome. So once I've done that, I'm a little more excited. And, you know, I really want to show them that I'm excited about this job. So I do my research beforehand. Same thing with pageantry. Research the group you're dealing with. Research the past title holders. And, you know, get to know the system before you just drop yourself into it. And you really got to think about those things that that's not what a lot of people tell you. And if you've never worked with a coach before or you're fresh and new to whether it is job interviewing, you're fresh out of college, or you've never done an interview in your entire life for pageantry, these are things that you can think of. When I go into the judge's room, I want to be able to give good conversation and make sure I'm looking at them and I'm not looking in the sky for my answer. It's little things like that. You've got to have those little goals along the way Or it's just going to be devastating in the end if you don't get the outcome that you're looking for. But going back to that fear of failure, if you are not scared of it and you're not fearing it, failure is just another bump in the road that you can easily, it's just a little hill, a little, you know, speed hump that you got to get over. And that, and that happens. It happens a lot more than you think. I recently was working on stuff for my job and there was one big project that I really, really wanted to work on because I knew it would be such a you know, resume builder and boost my career a little bit quicker. But sometimes quickest route is not the best route for you. That you may miss a lot of turns that you needed or there's somebody along the way that you're supposed to meet and maybe doing that quick route is not going to, you know, get the networking skills you may need for the next role that you're looking to go for. Or even you may miss this door, but the next one that opens, you're the CEO of a company. You have no idea what's in store for you. But if you are putting in the effort... And facing that fear head on, oh my goodness, you are unstoppable. You are amazing. You are show-stopping. You are number one in the book. I can't say what I want to say, but you a bad gal. (laughs) But 
think about that. I, w- I was really trying to get this one role. I wanted to get on this project because I knew that it would look so good to that upper management. But ultimately, at the end of the day, somebody else had a better development school- skill. And I didn't, I wasn't prepared in that area. And I didn't realize, oh my gosh, I forgot to look at, you know, the detailed criteria that I needed. Just like in any pageant title you're going for, are you reading the fine print? Are you making sure you are crossing every T and dotting every I? And I'm not saying, you know, drown yourself in paperwork to figure it out, but lawyers make good money for reading the fine print. Do a little bit for yourself and read that fine print. Know what they're looking for. And with that, that is with anything you can adapt it to. With my work, if I were to go to a different company and ask, you know, four or five different employees through LinkedIn or, you know, maybe an outing that's just for technology people in my area and I ask them, do you like your job? And if they hesitate and they say, well, it's it's good, you know, there's a lot of perks. Uh, I'm not going to invest any of my time and efforts into that company. But my second follow-up question is to make sure that's something you really don't want to do is... What is the day-to-day like for you? And if they tell you, oh my goodness, I work up from, from sunup to sundown and I am brutally beat every week. I'm tired. Everything's so hard. Nobody hears about what I'm doing or they care. And wow. And it's crazy how a lot of this can relate to the world of pageantry or what you're doing in everyday life. And I want this to be an episode for everyone that they know that this isn't just about pageants. I like to relate it to pageants because that's what most of us are here to talk about, but you can adapt all of these skills to your life. Like I say, my tips and tricks. If you're wearing heels for a wedding or you're going to a nice charity ball event, using that foot deodorant stuff that you can rub on your ankle, make sure you don't have blisters. Like these are things that you can adapt to your whole entire life. I want everyone to hear that there is more to than, you know, when they always ask you, you know, do you see your house with a picket fence or no fence at all? I want you guys to see it with no fence at all. I want you to be so open-minded to all the different ideas that you can get from being a part of pageants. I would have never thought that my communication and interview skills would land me an amazing job with this huge you know, Department of Defense company, that was never in my cards. I was thinking maybe I would, you know, be a marketing major, which is also fantastic. And, you know, the podcast help with, helps with that avenue of being able to be creative because sometimes, you know, your job can be very black and white and it's, you know, this or that. There is no color to it sometimes. And so being able to have those, you know, side hobbies or side hustles, as I like to call them, is nice. So you can really do a lot more if you, you know, Take away that picket fence in front of that house and just have a wide open view of, you know, I'm going to wake up tomorrow. What can I do today different than I did the day before? But you know, that all comes back to accepting the fear of failure. Those things can be scary to step out of your comfort zone and pick something different. I know for me, when I moved to North Carolina, I didn't know anybody but one person. That was it. And I I got nervous because the girl I was moving in with, I never, I met her one time before that. I had FaceTimed, but I didn't know if she was a loud morning person or if she was a night owl. I didn't know any of that. So coming into it, I had zero idea what to expect. 
and then I start my job and I have zero idea what to expect working from home. How am I going to meet people? How am I going to find friends? And that's when I joined a local gym nearby. Shout out at 45 Shannon Plaza. You guys are awesome. And that's where you start meeting people. But if you're not, you know, facing the fear of, oh my goodness, what if I don't make friends? I'm so scared that maybe if I leave my apartment today, um, you know, something bad could happen. And and with me, I start to think because I'm always so worried and anxious of, you know, what, what could go wrong? And that's how I always think about my situations. But in my brain, it's what could go wrong that it's just beautifully right. I could, you know, walk into the wrong gym, but make 10 new friends in one one clip. I could walk into a pageant knowing absolutely no one, walking out knowing a different girl from multiple different states. These are things you have to look at. It's, you know, this may be scary right now, but what can I get out of it? Going into that interview, it's so scary. And what do I want to do? I want to be able to walk through the door and open my mouth. That is my only goal. And if I do that, I don't care what comes out of it. I know me and that's all that matters. I may compete in, you know, a swimsuit pageant and I really want to get my fitness in check, but, you know, I may not have a lot of time, but I'm really scared that I may not look good. You know, you start doing those kind of what if, what if, what if statements and it's, you know, I fear others' judgment, but why? Why are you so afraid of what someone else may say about you or think about you or even look at you funny? Why? Why does that bother you? I mean, it's a great question and that's one that a lot of people can't answer. I know probably two years ago, me two years ago, I could not have answered that. I would. I, I was so scared. I was so afraid because I know when I was 15, you know, standing on stage in that swimsuit, I was so afraid to be judged if I, you know, had too much thigh fat or my gap in my legs wasn't thin enough or my calves weren't, you know, bulky enough or my arms weren't muscly enough or thin enough. And then this past summer, I walk on stage I worked out for a month turnaround for my pageant before. I Since I had moved to North Carolina, I just really had not been taking care of myself like I thought I was until you put on that swimsuit. Sometimes that can really be soul crushing, but I had to stand in the mirror night after night looking at myself and saying things I liked because I, in the back of my head, was really scared of judgment. I was fearing that judgment, fearing that failure of, well, I don't look good enough to swimsuit. There's no way I can win. Oh my goodness. Like I could just slap myself in the face back then of it had nothing to do with the swimsuit. If you could go into interview and you can just open your mouth, that is the checkbox I'm looking for. If you can go on stage and answer a funny on stage question, that is my checkbox. I just want to be able to complete a sentence. If I can just get on stage and walk in my heels, do my routine like I've practiced, that is my checkbox. If I win, oh my goodness, what was the fear for? And if I didn't win, I did so many little things along the way that should make me proud of myself. And I want you guys to think about that. Think about a time, whether job, in pageantry, outside pageantry, whatever it is that you can relate this to, where you were so scared of the outcome because you didn't know. And it's never your choice. It's not. Now, if you work really hard, you have an idea of what that outcome should look like, but it is not written in stone. It is not. You have no idea. But what were you excited about? 
what along the way could you have been like, I was so proud I did this, even though I didn't reach the outcome I was looking for? With me right now, it's, I really want to complete four workouts and that will make me happy because I want to look in the mirror and be proud of myself. It doesn't matter what the scale says. It doesn't matter, you know, what others may think about me. I did what I set out to do. It may not have been, you know, I wanted to get down to that specific weight number. Muscle and weight and all of that is, you know, crazy sometimes. You got to do a lot of research on that. Do not ask me. I'm not a personal trainer. But it's, did I get those four workouts in? Yes. Oh, I'm so proud of myself. And maybe if you still didn't reach what you wanted, maybe look at your food. You know, did I eat that bow size, bow biscuit, extra sweet tea, lemonade, you know, did I go too much in, you know, my food areas? Did I eat really sodium-based foods and, you know, I bloat it. Did that happen? Oh, dang. Maybe let me not bow size my meal next time. And so you start looking for other goals to accomplish within that. So then you just start facing that fear of judgment and fear of failure head on and replacing it with milestones along the way that will truly, in the end of your day, make you happy. I know one that my cousin definitely would say is she wants to get up every morning and every night before she goes to bed, she wants to do her skincare. Okay, do it. Well, I just forgot I was too tired. Well, let's think about that. What could you have done to prepare yourself to not be as tired that night? You know, maybe not staying up late the night before. Or maybe you forgot to set your alarm. You got to set that alarm. Make sure you're getting up on time. Make sure you're getting to class. You know, maybe at late night you had a really long day, but you really are trying to get that last thing in, that last homework assignment. But maybe take five minutes. Hey, let me do my skincare. I know this assignment's going to take me all night. Let me just get it done. And I know for all my college and high school girls, even middle school girls out there, that's something I know you're facing too is, or even boys, if you're listening, that's always one of those things is, how do I get everything in my day and not forget anything? Like, how do I do this? Write it down. One of my favorite apps I use is called Notion. I know my interns, they're very familiar with it as well. And it helps you just make lists. I know everybody likes a cool new app and I have a little iPad and on my iPad I can line through things and check it off and know that I've done it. And it's just the fear of, you know, did I finish my list today? And But also the satisfaction of being able to check that box off of, yay, I completed my entire day. This makes me feel good. But that was a, a wide range of how you can address this and help you can change things in your life so you're not fearing that failure. You're not fearing the judgment of others. You are facing it head on. You are accepting it. You are learning from it. You can learn so much more from the times that you failed than the times when you achieve it. Because you're like, oh, okay, I'm done now. I've got it. I'm good. I can move on. But what did you learn from that? But when you lose or you fail or it doesn't go your way or you don't really meet that goal, you learn so much more. So don't be scared of that failure. Don't fear it. Don't be afraid. I want you to put on, you know, your big girl or big boy pants and I want you to face it head on. I'm talking full sprint running in stiletto heels, kind of like the TikTok trim where it's like the dun 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 like that thing. Yes, I want you running full on at that fear. So I challenge you, this week, I want you to face your fears with something you've been really working on and really stressed about, whether it's, you know, 
making a better meal or, you know, finishing something or applying for that job or, you know, reaching out to that one friend that you've been waiting to talk to for a while, but you're scared that they may not reply because it's been so long or even just trying to get an internship with a company, do it. I dare you. Face that fear. Defeat that failure and accept it if it doesn't go your way. Because now you already have the new model of how you can set yourself up to then achieve that goal after. I leave you with these amazing words today, guys, and I really hope you enjoyed this episode. We're going back to that I'll be chatting with you two times a month. Um, I'm sorry that we missed last week. I just thought it was very important for all of us to take off and take some time for, especially our mental health. Last week is a difficult one-year anniversary in the pageant family. Uh, with the passing of Chesley Crest, but don't forget to take time for yourself. It's about you, your mental health, check in on your friends, do a check in on yourself, sit in front of the mirror. You're not crazy. Sometimes you do need to talk to yourself, cry it out a little bit. I know I cried last night, (laughs) but you know, guys, you never know what happens in the future. So I guess you'll have to check out next week on another episode of The Crowning Moment. Bye, guys. (laughs) 